So today, guys, I want to talk to you just staying right in the atmosphere that we're in of worship and spending time with God. I know better than some that when life gets busy, we just don't have time. We don't have time for the truth is the things that are most important sometimes. And we don't realize this until it's really late. I don't use the word too late because we serve a God that is always on time. So it's never too late. That's a revelation right there. I don't think I heard enough amens for that revelation. Um, I'm going to tell you, I, I want to share something with you that I know we all have experienced, we all understand, and we all have maybe seen or at least heard about. Um, and that's, that's Facebook, right? Texting, right? The communication, communication in a way that allows us to keep moving, right? Keep moving because we can't slow down. That's, I feel like that is one of the biggest tricks that the enemy has pulled over us. He, he keeps pushing us to go faster. And we keep putting the things that need to slow down behind us. When I think about Facebook and texting and things like that. For instance, when I get a phone call from my wife or I'm going to use my wife because my wife is she's pretty high up there on the priority list. Yeah, yeah, I try. I try. I try. <laughs> At least I sound good up here. Um, I'm just <laughs> so she gives me a call and and I have. I have programmed in auto text that I'll, I'll quick send, right? And it's like, can't talk right now, what's up? Question mark. And quickly she realized what was going on and she texted me back, quit sending me that auto text. I don't like it. <laughs> So not only did I not have time to simply type in a few words, right? I mean, not only did I not have time to pick up the phone call, but I didn't even have time to type in a few words. Think about that. I couldn't answer the phone call, but then I also couldn't text, hey, honey, I'm busy doing X, Y, and Z, so I will call you back as soon as I can. Is there anything important? That was too much. Had to hit the quick auto text. Sorry, can't answer. What's up? She knows it's auto text because it's the same one all the time. After she told me that I went in and tried to change it a little bit, she didn't fall for it. She didn't fall for it. But listen to me. This is what we do, guys. This is what we do with God. Think about it. Can you remember, can you remember the last time that God spoke to you? 
Really take a second and think about that. Can you remember the last time God spoke to you? You felt him speak to you. I'm going to step out on a limb here. This is not to make you feel bad. It is to make you aware. If you cannot remember the last time God spoke to you, one of two things. One, he's never spoke to you, and that's just not true. Or two, you don't remember what it sounds like, what it looks like, what it feels like. And if that's the case, that means it's been too long. If that's the case, that means you probably haven't been listening. God can be your friend. How do I know? Because it says so in the Bible. And God does not want to be your Facebook friend. How many Facebook friends do you have? (laughs) Amen. If you have Facebook friends... How many of those Facebook friends do you actually speak to even on a sometime basis? I didn't even say regular basis, just sometimes. How many of those Facebook friends do you actually communicate with in a full text even? The other day I went to comment to somebody's good news. And now there's, there's pre-fashioned comments. You know, I just had a baby. You go down into the comments and it says, congratulations, already typed out. Congratulations, I'm so happy for you. Already typed out. It's even got the congratulations with the, the emojis typed in there with it. They were thinking ahead. We're going to make this look real. For the people like Dwayne. I don't do Facebook very often. If I do, I jump on. I may, you know, look around, see what's going on. I may hit a like or a heart or I may comment every once in a while. But what I realize is, is a lot of the people on Facebook I don't talk to. I don't conversate with. I don't go out and grab coffee. I don't go and share a meal. I don't, I don't pick up the phone and, and call them. But they're my Facebook friends. Yesterday, Amanda, she, uh, she early in the morning, she put a happy birthday message to me. And I don't know, a few hours in, a couple hours in, I don't know how far it was. She was like, oh, my gosh, you're popular. And I was thinking to myself, I don't even have that many Facebook friends, so I'm not really sure. But then I realized that she did it from her page. And I'm looking through there, and I was like, I don't know some of these people at all. (laughs) Not at all. And I was like, it's because she did it from her page. These are her friends. They're just being nice to her for me, you know. (laughs) 
Let's just keep it real. <laughs> but I appreciated it nonetheless. I appreciated it nonetheless. But what I realized was, man, I don't know some of these people. Some of these people I do know, and I haven't talked to them forever. That sucks. That's the way I felt. I was like, man, this, this stinks. But then when I looked at it, I'm like, I can't, can't start just calling, right? Hi, I seen you message me on Facebook and tell me happy birthday. And I just wanted you to know, I just wanted to call you and talk to you and tell you in person how much I appreciate. You know, like they would probably, you know, kind of enjoy that in some way. Some of them would not. They would hit the auto message. Sorry, can't talk. What's up? They might even see that it's me and be like, happy birthday, bro. I'll call you later. And that would be fine because that would be the expectation, you know. But we're talking about God. We're talking about our relationship with the Father, with the creator, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Earth. God. God. The God that saves you from you. God, the God that's kept you when you should have died. Oh, that, that just settled in my spirit. I, I felt Holy Spirit told me there's a few people in here. There's a few people in here that knows they should not be here right now. That, that's crazy. You know how you're talking to somebody, you know, and you say something, and they're like, mm, mm-hmm, yeah. And you're like, uh-oh, right? That's how I feel right now, because Holy Spirit's like, yeah. He's, he's hitting you up. You're, you're, you're that person. Some of, you, some of you know that God has moved in your life in such a way that there's no denying it. He's transformed some things. Right? And he's saying to you, is this, is, this, is this all I get? Is a quick auto message? What do, you, what do you mean, Dwayne? What do you mean, Pastor Dwayne? Quick auto message. I, the other day, was sitting at work. I was sitting at work the other day, and I was going through some things. I've been going through some things concerning my job. Just keep me in prayer. God is working, right? Not a problem. But it's frustrating. So I'm sitting at work, and I'm like, okay, God, I really need you. I need something. I need something different. I need you to do something different. If it's me that needs changing, then change me, please. If it's something going on here that needs to happen, then please do whatever you need to do. I submit to you. Do whatever you need to do. And, and I had one moment, not there in that moment, but another time where it was like, spend some time with me. And so on my ride to work, which you've heard me say before, on my ride to work, I listen to the Bible and I, I'm singing and I'm praying and doing whatever. And he said to me, spend some time with me. 
So when I got home, I sat in my car a little longer, let the song finish out and worshiped a little bit longer. (laughs) And he said, spend some time with me. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm responding. Hitting the auto. The auto response. Congratulations. Miss you too. Love you. So my birthday was approaching. I was sitting at work again like I had before. And I was like, God, I need something different. I need something to change. (laughs) I'm sorry, I do this. And it's only because I realized in the moment my stupidity. And I realized God being who he is. And I get emotional. I'm sitting there and God, in all of his greatness, says, Pull up Instagram. This is what it takes. This is what it takes for God, the creator of the universe, to get my attention. Pull up Instagram. Popped up Instagram. And there was Mike Todd. And I... It was funny because I just got finished texting my sister, literally just got finished texting my sister saying, you know, man, Mike Todd is like the man. And I feel like I should be where he is. Not necessarily mega church and all that stuff like that, but dude does music. Okay. He's always done music. And now he's getting the opportunity to do music like on a whole nother level. And I'm like, that would be so cool. Now, I know I'm giving you a side deal here, but I just want to show you that this is God and this is the way he's speaking to me. So I pull it up and there's Mike Todd doing music. And he's doing this this thing and it's on his relationship goals book. This is not a this is not a, a an ad or commercial for him. I haven't even read the book. But he said Where's your relationship at? And he bounces through a couple different relationships and then he lands on God. He says, all of these different relationships could be where they're supposed to be if you would make the one relationship the way it's supposed to be. (laughs) And I let that pass. Like some of you guys just did. I know you did because I did. I was like, well, my relationship with God is good. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Matter of fact, most of my other relationships are pretty good too. And he continues, he continues to do this. And then, and then like the music plays and it's instrumentals and it's cool lights and it's all this different stuff. And it's really awesome. And I'm sitting there like, man, this is really cool. And then Mike Todd says, he says, right now you're listening to this. And God is trying to talk to you. He's trying to tell you that he wants your relationship to be better. And something begins to stir here. Very clearly stirring here. I'm sitting at work and now I'm stirring and I'm like, 
okay, God, so something's wrong. And I hear it again. I feel it again. Spend time with me. And then it continues, and then it gets to this part. It gets to this part. I need to hear so that I can tell you for sure how the words go. Because it's important. Bear with me. I wish I, I should have I just pulled it up, but I didn't want to make it a big thing about Mike Todd and his video. So, gets this part. Right here. Can you focus on me? Maybe. Maybe you should focus on me. And I about broke down in tears right there. But I had students in the room. And I'm like, dang, Dwayne. You've got the God of the universe crying out to you. Won't you focus on me? Maybe if you focus on me. And I'm like, okay, God. I'm going to focus on you. And I knew my birthday and everything was going on. And my wife asked me, Dwayne, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I said, I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to do not one thing. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to hang out with nobody. Well, your mom said, I don't care. I don't want to do anything. But the kids want to, I don't care. I don't want to do anything. I didn't give anybody any explanation. But when I was doing nothing for the day, well, this was Friday. I hadn't even got there yet, but I told God, I said, this weekend is just, I'm going to do my best, God, to make this weekend about you. It's not going to be about me. I want to make this weekend about you. I don't even know how to do this, but I'm going to do my best to make this weekend about me and you. Friday night, I got home, and I tried to do some homework, and I couldn't. I couldn't focus. I just could not focus to do the homework. I even tried to get the homework done early in the week, and I just couldn't focus because God was saying, would you focus on me? Maybe if you would focus on me, this all would go well. Just focus on me. Friday night, I was like, I'm going to try to do this. And then my wife had to do hair. And, and the people came, and they were there. And I was sitting there, and I was talking to them. And God was like, just leave. Come and be with me. And I'm like, but God, but God, I'm the pastor, right? And so if I just get up and walk out while they're here, that just won't look good. And he said, Maybe if you just focus on me. So I got up. I got up and I left. I grabbed my dog. We climbed in the car and I went to the park. I went to the park and I walked around. And I left that park because it just wasn't big enough for me to walk as long as I needed to without feeling weird, right? So I went to another park. 
This park was massive. You know, there was nobody there. And I just walked. And I was like, God, speak to me. I'm listening. The, the horizon was gorgeous with the sunset. That, too, was distracting. This is how serious I was. I closed my eyes, and I stood there. I had opened my eyes for one second, and my dog was looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was determined to hear God speak to me. Guess what? I didn't hear him say anything. Is that his fault? Absolutely not. It's not his fault. You know why? Because when you turn the music up loud enough in your headphones, when you take them off, it's hard to hear. and Your ears have to adjust. Sometimes there's a ringing because your ears have to adjust. I'm going to get back to the message this is, this is my day. This is what I dealt with this weekend. But I continue to pray, and I'm like, God, what, what, what am I supposed to say to your people this week? You never told me that, and that was part of what I was waiting for to hear. And he was like, tell them to focus on me. Because now you know better than they do even right now what that feels like. And I was like, okay. And I begin to talk to him, and I'm like, God, but, but I know, I know what they're going to say. They're going to say, but I'm too busy. They're going to say, I don't hear him, and I don't really understand. They're going to say, I don't, I don't know how. I don't know what it sounds like. I don't know what it looks like. Listen, listening is a rare art that has almost disappeared in our culture today. What do you mean? Oh, we're listening to you right now. <laughs> no, no. Listening. Truly listening. Listening to the point that you can hear anguish in someone's voice. Listening to the point that when they say, I'm good and I don't really care, you hear, I need help. I need help now. Listening to the point that you hear beyond what they're saying. Listening to the point that the Holy Spirit is guiding you. Steering you. Giving you the words to speak to a situation. Listening. God listens. God is the best listener. He listens to your pain. He listens to your secrets. He listens to your hopes. He listens to your dreams, etc., etc. He's always listening to you. David, in Psalms 22, if you have your Bibles, you can go to Psalms 22 with me. We won't stay there long. Psalms 22, verses 1 through 2, in the New Living Translation, it says this. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? This is what I told him. I said, God, this is, this is what they're going to say. 
And this is the scripture he led me to. He said, yeah, I know. David did it too. I wanted to speak to him, and and this was what he had to say to me. Every day I call to you and my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. There was God listening. There was God listening still. You know what else he listens to? He listens to praise. He listens to worship. He listens to our honor to him. He really likes that. He enjoys that. Who doesn't? Anybody here? Same verse. You ready for this? Same verse. Same person, David. Verse 3. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you, and you rescued them. They cried out to you and were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads saying, is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Exclamation mark. This is the way that David is talking to God. One second. What the heck? Next second, you're really great. Next second, I look like a fool. But in this, you see him, David, talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Let's look somewhere else. Because here's the deal. God wants us to listen. He wants to listen to us. But at some point in time, he wants us to listen. Job. Job 38. Job chapter 38, verse 1. Then the Lord answered Job from the whirlwind. This is after Job talked and talked and talked with good reason. I mean, the man had an argument and it was good. But from a whirlwind, God said, Who is this? that questions my wisdom with such ignorant words. Brace yourself like a man because I have some questions for you and you must answer them. Come on. Come on. 
Come, you ever, come on, men. You ever look another man in the face and say, man up right here. You want to talk to me? You look, you got that son. You got that son to step out of place. You want to talk, you want to talk? Come on, right, mm -hmm, right here, right here. You, you, you think you a man? You think you a man? You think you grown? My dad looked in my eyes and said, you, you think you can talk to me? I said, not today. If, if for nothing else, I was like, if you don't knock me out, God surely will. I was, had that much wisdom in me. But listen to me. God, God told him, you listen to me now. And Job listened. But here's the bad part about it. Job listened because he had nothing else to do. He had nothing else to do. He had to, he was nothing. Everything had been taken. That, that, we don't want that. Do you want that? Because guess what? I'm telling you right now. I am telling you right now. You will hear God. You will get, I guarantee you, you will hear God when you ain't got nothing else in the way. Not only, you, want, you don't know why you'll hear him? Because you'll be listening for him. You'll be asking him, why have you forsaken me? Why have you not, why have you not come to my aid? And he'll be up there trying to tell you like he's been doing for so long, what to do next. But you just ain't been listening. And maybe you have been listening. Maybe you've been listening, but you just have, you've not been listening the way you really should. What do I mean by that? You ever walk up on a kid they had headphones on. You need to go and clean your room. Do you hear me? I am not playing with you, and I'm going to whoop you if you don't clean your room. If it ain't clean, by in 15 minutes, I want that room clean. Do you understand what I'm saying? You walk away, and you come back an hour later. An hour. And they're still sitting in the same place. You ready to rip a head off. I mean, I am. And you're like, did you hear me? Hey! And they're like, what? What? Why are you yelling? I told you an hour ago to clean up the room. I didn't hear you. I, I mean, you were standing there and I was just like, okay. You know, because I thought you were saying you were leaving or something. I, I thought you were just like, you know, I thought you were, I thought. That's like teenagers' favorite. I, I thought, I'm like, I wish you got paid to think because we would, we would we'd be rich. <laughs> God is up there like, man, man, oh, man, oh, man. Because we think a lot too, don't we? How many times you said, man, I need to get out of my way. I just, I'm thinking too much. I'm thinking too much. We're not listening enough. 
going to jump down. Because we have to pray. We have to pray. I'm going to ask the worship team to go ahead and come forward again. Because I want them to sing that third song as we close out. I want you to go to 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 11 and 12. You want to know how to hear God. Listen to this. And I've, I've preached out of this before. This is Elijah. Verse 11, it says, go out and stand before me on the mountain. The Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. A mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a sound of a gentle whisper. That is where God was. That's where God was speaking. What am I saying to you? In the world that we live in that is going so fast, so loud, stop. I'm telling you right now, I'm listening to God. I listen to God, and he's not speaking. I'm listening to God. He's not moving. I'm listening to God. Are you really? When's the last time you closed your eyes, shut off everything, and sat there for longer than five minutes without falling asleep? We can do so many things. And we know this true. I'm not pointing any fingers. Well, Pastor Dwayne, I sit down to go pray. And when I do, I fall asleep. Get up out of that moment and go down and cut on a movie. I bet you'd be wide awake. Shoot. Come off the couch. Come from the dining room table where you were trying to pray. And go get in the bed and cut on the movie. And I bet you'd be wide awake. I got up. I left the house. And I went and walked around a park. So that I could. So that I could hear him. And when, when the beauty of his creation I felt was a distraction. I closed my eyes. What are you doing at what measures are you taking to get to a place where you can hear God? How often are you doing it? I'm not saying this to you so that he can feel good. I'm saying this to you for your sake. I'm saying this to you for your sake. Let me say this in a different way. I'm going to say this in a different way that will excite you. Remember, this just came to me. Just, this is fresh off the press. You remember when I told you he's always listening to you? Your dreams, your hopes, your secrets. 
I don't want to embarrass you, but Vince, bro, he's been listening to you for a long time. He's been listening to you for a long time. And all of that, all of that down there in that heart of yours, he's got a plan for it. And the plan is the best plan that you could ever have, boss. It don't get no better. It will come together. It will come together like butter melts off of a potato. You know why? Because he's been listening to you. He's been listening to you. He knows your heart. He knows what you want. You, you, want, you, you feel like you want to write a book? Oh, he has got a bestseller just waiting. He's got a bestseller just waiting. You trying to figure out a way to, to start your business, to get it off the ground? You trying to figure out how to, how to raise your kids? You trying to figure, what, you, what are you trying to figure out? Guess what? He knows. He knows what you've been struggling with. He knows every idea. He's already worked it out. And he's like, hey, hey, do this. Do this, do this, do this, do this. Turn there, turn there, turn there, turn there. Come this way, come this way. Avoid that. Walk away. Don't do it. Stop. 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 Listen to me. Focus on me. Stop. Listen to me. Focus on me. And the whole time we lie. Whole building that we in fall down. And we like, oh my God, where's God at? What's going on? Hold on. I think I got my phone. I'm going to call 911. The signal's not working. I'm going to try again. You feel me? He said, focus on me. Ben, will you take us back into that song? Give me, give me, those, give me those words real quick. Not that one. Give me number three. Song three. Is this, this song three? No. Oh, it is on the stand. I'm caught up in your presence. Give me the I'm sorry. This is where, this is where, this is where we need to be. I'm sorry. When I've just gone through the motions. I'm sorry. When I just sang another song, take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God. If you don't know how, if you don't know how, I want you to, I want you to bow your heads. I want you to bow your heads. And I want you to allow the words to this song to echo in your heart. Allow them to echo in your heart until they're so loud that everything else seems quiet. Until they're so loud that every distraction goes away, fades into the background. 
And then listen. And then listen. Listen to him. Feel the unction of the Holy Spirit. Allow him to speak to you, to your situation, to your desires, to your dreams, to your secret, to your pain. Allow him to speak to you.